Hey guys, Dan and Cannon here. Cannon, are you going to the Fence Workers Association's uh, fence show? Oh, you better believe it. And I'm going to get in for free, Dan. And I'm going to tell you how you can get in for free, too. Hey, just click that link below the show and enter code MFL50. That's MFL50, Dan. We'll get three days free admission to the exhibit floor to the Fence Show and Security Expo, Las Vegas, Nevada, August 2023. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. What's happening? What's up, Dano? Not much, man. Just sitting here waiting on you, bro. That was quick. Hey, man. I had to go use the restroom, so I had a little bit, a little bit longer of a, uh, a timer than normal. Get my camera just right the way I like it. Hey, guys. Today, we have a special edition episode. It's just Dan and myself, and it's Wednesday. So every Wednesday, we know what that's about. It's My Fence Life Live, guys. And today is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving, and we're recording this thing live. And early, and nobody knows. And we don't know if people are going to show up. We don't know if our, our normal audience is out working. We don't know. But this is what we're doing. Uh, and tonight, Dan and I, we're going to go uh, home and be with our families and enjoy our Thanksgiving. And that's the reason that we're doing this special edition live. So what's going on today? Today, we're going to express some of the things that we're thankful for in our fence life. And we have a lot that we are thankful for, that we can be thankful for, even when it's hectic and it's crazy and None of it makes sense. There's a lot that we are grateful for. Um, also, we're, we're going to do a little bit of a MFLQA this morning uh, where we answer your fence live questions live on the show. And also, we're going to try something new today. Uh, being that this is a special edition, uh, random rare morning episode that everybody's out building fence probably. That's okay. Uh, we're going to do something today where we call it surfing the groups where Dan and I, we surf the most popular Facebook fence groups and we talk about some of the biggest headlines on these groups. And I'm looking forward to that. What's going on, Dano? Nothing much, man. Um, I'm kind of enjoying this 11 o'clock during the day on a Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Let's get this done, man. Let's get it going. All right, let's make it official. Hey, what is up, Fence fam? Welcome to the realest and the baddest Fence show on the planet. It's the realest and the baddest all at the same time. Hey, guys, let's make it official. Today is Wednesday, November the 23rd, and it's 11.04. Who would have thought? Central Standard Time. Hey, guys, and that's AM. That's AM, by the way, Dano. Uh, <laughs> this is the morning show with Dan and Cannon. That's the new thing. Hey, guys, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're out here living the fence life, you understand just how real that can be. Uh, and, 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 and we want you to do something for us. If you like the show, we want you to help us out. Share the show. Tell all of your fence friends about the show. And also, just so you know, this is the live edition of the show. It happens every Wednesday, usually at 6.30 in the evening Central Time. This morning is special. It's 11 in the morning. But just so you know, there's also three episodes every single week. And you can listen to those at your, at your discretion when you want to on Apple, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Overcast, any kind of podcast platform that exists. You can find My Fence Life own. So, hey guys, my name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company in Medina, Tennessee, where we're doing all things fence. We have a stronghold in the residential market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial fencing. And this is my co-host, my Thanksgiving buddy. Look at that little turkey over there. Isn't he cute, Dan Block? Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Welcome, sir. Dan is who we call the Fence King from Mandeville, Louisiana. And the Fence King is known for its beautiful wood fence and providing privacy, security, and peace of mind since 1999. And guys, together, this is our show, My Fence Life. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get started. Come on. Get started. Come on. Get started. Get started. Get started. Yeah, man, what's happening? Hey, guys, we got three rules of this show. We're going to talk beer, we're going to talk bourbon, and we're going to talk business. And this morning, since it's a morning show, 
uh, I'm not drinking bourbon. I'm drinking a good old Coke Zero. Had a coffee earlier. Was thinking about doing coffee, but I said, man, coffee runs through me, so <sighs> I'm not drinking coffee. <laughs> what about you, Cannon? Well, what you sipping on over there? I'm on my sixth cup of coffee, and it has ran through me very well. So not only uh, am I hyped up and, and full of energy, uh, my pipes are also clean, and I, that might be TMI. Uh, however, I'm a morning <laughs> coffee drinker, and I'm going to drink my coffee. So guys, there's no beer in me today. This is all coffee. So this is a different version of Canon. This is the morning show. This is a different version of My Fence Life. This is the morning show edition of My Fence Life. Yes, it is, guys. And hey, we're not going to do the what you're drinking since it's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. But we got a hell of a breaking news story that's got a lot to do with drinking, so we'll just cover it all right there. That's right. That's right. Um, but we do have Justin Manus. Justin Manus. Menaces. How do you say that, Dano? Help me out. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's the uh, he does some he's killer stain and seal stuff, man. So he is in he is in the comments and Justin, hey man, good morning to you. Uh, Dan said we're not going to talk about what you're drinking, but Justin then brought it up. He's drinking a bang watermelon, and I like this man. This is not we're not drinking. We're not getting drunk this morning. We're all productive, <laughs> trying to get stuff done. Dan's drinking a diet coke or whatever coke zero. I'm drinking coffee, and Justin is on his uh, his bang game. So uh, I'm liking it. Uh, hey guys, we're coming to you live today this morning from the Southwest Automated Security Studio. Uh, truly, your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. With 19 locations, Southwest Automated Security will get the products that you want to your doorstep fast. Visit southwestautomated.com. And I just want to plug them in right here, right now. There's a freaking network of Southwest Automated employees and team members, and it's an employee-owned company. I'm going to tell you something that I've noticed about Southwest. They genuinely care. And you might call somebody in Dallas and get, get product from, from, from Georgia. That's what's going on at Southwest. It's a freaking team. It's a network of people trying to make sure that you can run a successful business. And that's important. And that's, that's, that's worth talking about. So, hey, Southwest, congrats. Uh, glad to have you as a sponsor. Glad to be coming to you live from the Southwest Automated Security Studios. When I get rich, I'ma steal Wake up and put on yesterday's clothes. Walk outside and me a smoke. Boy, you loving you some jelly roll, huh? Mm, mm, <laughs> Switched mm, us mm. up on it uh, this week. Look, guys, I got a review from you uh, for you from uh, someone called me o seven four three two six eight. Who knows who that right. is? Could be right. me, right? Hanging with friends, listening to the show is like hanging out with old friends. Always insightful, always funny. Love what y'all are doing. Thank you so much. Ooh, yeah. thank you so much for that comment. Yeah, thank you so much for that comment, man. Go ahead, man. Are you supposed to be playing some hype music? <laughs> so, man, we got a little bit of an MFLQA slash surfing the uh, the groups. A CTG, is that what you're trying to call this? A CTG? Uh, Sur- STG now. Surfing the group. Surfing the group. Uh, STG. SFG, surfing the group, STG, I don't know, man. But whatever he said, that's what we're doing. So I had a guy by the name of Tyler Russell. He uh, got in my inbox. He owns Ty's Custom Fencing, and he's out of Indiana. He had a question. He said he's about about to do over 400 k Now, this was about a month ago. And uh, he said he's trying to figure it out. Do I grow or do I stay small? Mm-hmm. Right now, he's having trouble supplying the customer service he wants to supply, and he, he just he can't go on like this much longer, you know? Right. So he's like, how do I make that decision? Well, sometimes you got the opportunity to make the decision, and sometimes you just kind of end up making it without even knowing you made it. You just react, you know? Sure. Um, that's kind of what happened to me. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I want to grow. It was just like uh, 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 I just started hiring and just kept doing more. Um, I will say this, though. If you're going to want to supply the customer service that you feel like you need to supply, you need to make sure you have processes and procedures put in place. You need to make sure that uh, you start getting your paperwork together, your documents, and start branding yourself and looking more and more like an official company. I think that's important. Um, Benji over at CleverFox.online, he helped me do that. I mean, 
everything I got is is branded and looks the same. And we get compliments all the time, like, man, y'all, yep. y'all are a real company. Yep. And uh, he's he's helped me do that, you know. Um, what else? Job Nimbus, man. You need to get some type of CRM to where you can start keeping organized or staying organized and keeping your customers organized and taking these quotes you might be getting from Master Halco and from Home Depot, whoever you're dealing with, and you can start dropping those documents into that customer. So when they call, you can be like, pick it up, boom, 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 rock and roll. You got all that pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a few things that I would do to prepare to grow, you know. Um, well, there's that, okay. And and, and so, so Tyler Russell, he says his father-in-law is a great worker, um, but he doesn't play well with others. Uh, he also asked, how long do you keep a guy before you let him go? Or realize he's not a good fit. That's all from the same questionnaire, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. So when I was talking to him, he's like, man, you know, my father-in-law is a big part of the company, but he doesn't play well with others. He goes, so it's kind of hard for me to figure out when I do hire a new guy if he's good. Is my father-in-law running him off or is my father-in-law more old school and not understanding what these younger guys are like? Because I can, I can definitely relate to that. You know, so he's dealing with a lot of stuff, trying to build a team. And I think because he's unable to find workers, he's kind of questioning, should he grow? You know? Yep. yep. So Tyler, listen, man, if you're going to build a team, you got to, you have to, you have to start Two things you're going to have to have, man, and and this you're at that point right now where the next decision could very well determine the future of your operation, um, and 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 to me, my opinion on this is is, is two things. It's, it's undisputed in my head. You've got to find the first right guy. You know, if your father-in-law doesn't play well with others, but he's a hell of a worker. Um, I'm just going to call it like it is. He's not the right guy to grow with, you know. Um, you, you, you've got to have some workers on your team. But but that first guy, that first guy person has got to be a very um, loyal, trustworthy, uh, that type of an individual. You'll never be able to build anything if the, the very next person between you and the rest of the crowd is in opposition of you, or if he's not working well with others, if he's not playing well with, if he's not communicating the same message and the same vision that you're communicating and carrying, you will always, always, always have a problem, you know? And I would say that it's going to be very difficult to build on a shaky ground like that. That's so my first thing to do, I would encourage you to go out and find that person that you're like, Hey, this is the guy that I can build this company with, you know? Um, that's that's what happened here. I got lucky. I didn't just set out and do that. You know, uh, that person came to me. But we also had a mission. That's the second thing. So find that person. That's number one. Number two is have a mission. Um, and my mission here um, from the from the very beginning has been we want to build the type of company, not the type. We want to build the company that we've always wanted to work for because we couldn't find that out here in corporate America. We couldn't find that, you know, the job postings and the classifieds. We could not find where we wanted to work. We found jobs, you know, but we didn't find the company that we always wanted to work for. And so we went out on a mission and I said, hey, we're we, not me, not me, not I, we are going to build the company that we've always wanted to work for collectively, not just the one that Canon wants to work for, the one that everybody here wants to work for. And so when you do that, you have to have an open mind. You have to be uh, willing to adapt, uh, but you got to have the right people, man. And you got to have people that that, that, that can share the, the visions with you because the place that your father-in-law wants to work at doesn't quite sound like the same place that you want to work at, you know? Um, so you guys may not be building the same, the same uh, house, so to speak. And I would, I would rip that bandaid off as quickly as I possibly could, you know? So, yeah, with my conversation with him, I don't, I think it's more of his father-in-law getting frustrated with the pool that they have to choose from, you know? Um, so I don't know. We had a good long conversation about it, and I hope that uh, that is going well for him. It's been a few weeks. I probably need to touch back with him. But I wanted to address it because there's a lot of guys out there that are dealing with that. Hey, do I stay small? Do I grow big? Do I have the right people on my side to to scale up with? You know, 
And then you know how that is. You just hire people for bodies and then you realize you did more harm by hiring bodies than hiring the right personalities yeah. and so forth. But, you, but the, 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 the demand that you're creating should naturally determine the, the growth pattern of your company, you know? And, and I don't think you should ever set out and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to go out and just do this. And, and, and there's, not a, there's not a plan or, or, or a method, you know? Um, you know, our company has been very, you know, steady growth, but it's been through demand. You know, we've never forced it necessarily, you know? We've always responded and often pushed it to the limit of like, all right, we should have responded to this six months ago. Let's finally respond to this and, and add this, you know, add this, this this person to our company. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know, man. Uh, Tyler, I, I like seeing fence companies grow, you know. Um, I do um, build you a team, man. You're, you're going to be forever grateful for that. So build you a team. Um, find people that want to do this with you, like that really, really, really want to do this with you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Build it and they'll come. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you got a uh, Facebook group that you're uh, surfing over there that you, um, man, you yeah, found man. some stuff so, in or what? Um, so yeah, if we, we want to skip gears and go to this, this is this is called surfing the groups, surfing the fence Facebook groups, uh, and that's how I know Dan. Dan and I met on a, a fence Facebook group, and a lot of uh, the people that know us know us through fence Facebook groups. That's where we started our. Um, my Fence Life show was just broadcasting the Fence Facebook groups. And now we have our own uh, Facebook platform, but we also uh, share outside of that into Facebook groups. So it's, 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 that's our community, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Uh, this, this, this Facebook group that I'm looking at now, Dano, is Pro Fence Installation Tools, Tips, and Tricks. This is a page built by Sean King, Mr. Fence of Evansville, Indiana. Um, if you're not a member of this group, it's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, again, it's called ProFence Installation Tools, Tips, and Tricks. All right, moving right on in here. Uh, this is a this is a post. Uh, I guess they call it post. I guess they do in Facebook groups. It's still a post, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a post. This, yeah, this post within this group is from Sam Natillo. He says, "Um, so just now saw it with my own eyes." Um, well, this isn't the comment I was thinking. Anyways, let me let me tell you about this this post here. Uh. Four houses down from his house, uh, there's a fence company that's all in a fence. And they're parked in the customer's driveway, and a bucket of some sort of dark, thick fluid rolls off the back of the truck and spills all over the brand-new custom cobblestone driveway. And the customer, rightfully so, is extremely pissed. Irate, all right? Um, so... He goes on and says, hey, please tell me that no one here allows your people to park in the customer driveway. But then there's a whole entire another post somewhere i thought that's one i had that says um it's more of a like a poll type of a post and it says uh where do you park your your, your work vehicle when working in a residential environment do you park in the driveway the yard or do you do you uh park in the street you know and that was an open question and i really want to find that question because there was a lot of great responses to that dan um but hey dan while i'm looking for that why don't you you um you want to start on that one Parking in the driveway, parking in the yard, parking in the I mean, it all depends, man. I mean, if you're doing a job that the driveway's a mile long, you're definitely not going to park out on the road. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, I would say, my guys, it just depends, man. If the if the driveway's big enough for them to park the truck and trailer in, and, you know, they park in it. Most of the right. time, our customers aren't home. You know, we clean up after ourselves. Now, when we're doing stain stuff, uh, we're going to be out in the street because we're not, you know, stupid. Transporting all kind of material, too. Yeah, I mean, um, the most we got to worry about is nails. Right. So, and we sweep off everybody's driveways because even if we are parked out in the street, we're still tracking mud down the driveway, some somehow, some way, on their sidewalk, whatever the case might be. So we're already sweeping it off. So my guys are pulling the driveway. You know, we haven't had a whole lot of complaints. 20-something years of doing this, you know, probably count on two hands of people that complain we were in their driveway. Most people text us and be like, hey, what time do I need to have my vehicles out the driveway so y'all can get in it? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, so, so the poll that I was reading, it was it was very uh, very split, man. I mean, there are there are fence companies out here that, that are adamant 
about parking in the street, you know. Hey, I happen to live on a street where that's not a possibility. I live on a state highway. You're, you're not parking in the street at my no, house. You know no. what I'm saying? So there, there's that to me to begin with. Like, it's not always a possibility to do so, you know. Um, nor is it always a possibility to park in the driveway. There, there, there's those examples as well. You know what I mean? Um, but. <clears throat> yeah, we're probably 50-50, man. Um, yep. You know, it just really all depends on the situation. It's not, you know, why, you know, and we take, we take care of our trucks. They don't leak. You know, we're, we're on top of all that. Now I do remember back when I was on the, on the truck, uh, I had an old diesel that I don't care what you did. It leaked a little bit and I never pulled in a driveway because of that. You know, yeah, you got a vehicle, man, and and also, uh, so so same same here with us, man. I I feel like in in, in West uh, Tennessee, uh, maybe we just have cooler clients. I don't know, but like our people, the people we work for, are genuinely good people, man. Like I, I've always said that that we we get to work for some of the best people. Now we've had some turds, don't get me wrong, but like all in all, like the people that we work for are like. They want us to be there. You know what I mean? So um, we will always park in the driveway if that's an option. We will always park in the yard. But, I mean, we will pull the truck plumb through the driveway into the backyard. Sometimes we park <laughs> in the, on the, you know, behind the house on the sidewalk or whatever. You know, there's always a, a different situation, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the rule of thumb is um, be mindful of what you're doing. That, that's my theory here at Jackson Fence. And you know, in this case here, this was a brand new, very expensive cobblestone driveway. Now, that might have been one where there were on, on the job folder, maybe a big freaking note that says, hey, <laughs> don't park in this driveway. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, you got to, it's a situational decision in my mind. Um, it's a lot of common sense, man. You know, if the homeowner comes out and says, hey, you know, yeah. if y'all want, y'all can pull around back. And if it's a corner lot or, you know, there's, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, but most of the time, my guys would be like, ah, you know, uh-huh. my boss isn't going to let me ride through your yard. And I'd really you know, rather them not the do that. Yeah, is, it, it is, is it a soft yard? Has it rained recently? Uh, yeah. Are you heavy? Are you, are you going to end up stuck in it? You know what I mean? Like, I've seen it all happen. We have literally had trucks stuck in people's backyards. I've seen it happen. You know what I mean? So uh, it's uh, it's uh it's all situational here at Jackson Fence. But I thought it was an interesting post because there are very much people, uh, fence companies, that say, hey, we're adamant that you don't park in the customer's driveway. And um, I don't know. It's just, it just never really crossed my mind, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, the majority of my customers are home anyway, you know. Yeah. And if they are home, it's the wife, you know, and she doesn't. She's just glad to be getting a fence. Yeah, and I can see if you're staining fence and you're carrying around stain buckets, I can definitely see, like, not doing that, you know, because you don't want to have an accident for sure, you know what I mean? So, um, but again, in that situation, if you are toting stain to the fence, you know, you're toting a few buckets, and that's not that big of a deal, you know? Um, And if you have a really nice rig, you might not have to take the stain into the backyard at all. You might have a long hose that does it for you, you know? So, um, I can see it ever, ever which way. Um, Man, sorry about the yawn there, bro. I've been up since like crazy. I had to get up at three thirty this morning. And have had the pepper at the hospital for five thirty, and I didn't go to bed at like eleven. So I'm a little tired, guys. You see wow. me yawn? Sorry. Hey, um, all right, let's move on. This is this next next uh, surfing the fence Facebook groups uh, comment post. Uh, this is from my salesman's very own, uh, the, the leader in in getting rid of tire kickers, Rachel. Cruzy asked, what is your process and your procedure for scheduling on-site appointments? One, your sales team schedules their own appointments. Two, the office team schedules appointments for the sales team. Three, is it a Calendly link or some other uh, scheduling software? So does the salesperson do it? Does the office do it? Or is there a, a software like a like a Calendly app where, where they can select their own time and day, you know? Uh, or is there some kind of fourth option? So what do you got, Dan? Uh, I'm curious, man. What was what was the uh, poll? What is it? Does it show? Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's nine comments. Let's let's go through here. Let's well, I'm talking comments. about people that oh, they just did comments. They didn't do a poll. Yep. Okay. All right. So 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 the first answer is the office schedules. And they used Google Calendar to put that schedule uh, together. Uh, the second answer, step one, my salesman, is, is this coming from Brad Jones. And then step two, the office makes appointment to verify all measurements on the ground. Step three, contract 
24 hours from first contact. Um, he takes a little bit further. David Gatto. All right. What's David Gatto say? Uh, he says, hey, it's mostly automated people schedule from the website. So so David is using some kind of a link, uh, some kind of a scheduling software uh, to allow people. Um, and then he said the office is breaking Calendly. So it is Calendly up into zone A or zone B. So I guess that's a geographical zone where you can schedule zone A in this day and zone B in this day. That way you're not, you know, probably yeah, crossing. That's, the, why, that's why I don't like that. I don't want... Exactly. I don't want exactly. a customer dictating that I'm going to be at their house at 8 a.m. It be very inefficient, I feel like. Yeah, and then, you know, they're on the west side of the parish, and then the next person books himself for 10 a.m. on the east side, of, you know. So our, our office actually does it. So the customer calls, and we capture that lead and all their information, and we make the, we schedule the appointment right there. Yep. And then we'll look at our calendar and be like, okay, I see he's going to be in the Mandeville area on Tuesday. Well, you know, we got an opening on Tuesday. Well, what about Monday? I know we're all booked up. Even if we're not, we might have a couple jobs that are way on the west side of the parish. Right. And they're on the east. So we'll be like, no, no, we're all booked up on Monday because we're trying to fill that up and be, you know, efficient. Sure. So... uh let me see. Billy Young, he says the same thing too. The office makes the appointment for site measurement. Uh, so, so Rachel, Rachel Cruzy asked a question for my salesman. Uh, what is what does Jackson Fence do? We we always try to keep um, salespeople here in our office to schedule their own. So, if you call us or or, or you fill out a website form, uh, my goal is to have like a website form. We want to answer it in thirty minutes or less. I, I feel like it should never, you know, be the next day. Um, it should always be within the next 30 minutes, you know, and, and preferably within the next five minutes. That's when they're, they're the most interested, you know. Um, and if you call here, it's always our goal to have uh, a salesperson here in front of a computer. Um, they've got time to discuss fencing and also schedule their own appointment. Now, if we don't have somebody here, we can also monitor. You use the same program I do. We can actually send, send calls out to salespeople uh, no matter where they are. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and to a to a to a client that's calling in, it sounds just like, you know, we're transferring from office to office, but it may in fact be we're transferring from an office to a house. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's hard to tell the difference, really. Uh, so, but uh, Rachel, yeah, we try to let their salespeople, our salespeople, schedule their own appointments because we find that that's where we have the least. Um, spill rate so like the office may not schedule it the way it should be scheduled um and they also schedule things that shouldn't be scheduled and they're underqualified. i would say uh two the uh the software system uh same thing dan said i just feel like it's it's too open it's 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 gonna have people driving from this side to this side to this side and and, and you know I, don't, I just don't like that you know i feel like the, the best way the most sure way is to put that person on the phone with the salesperson let the salesperson determine hey when should we even go and two when you know i think that's the cleanest way to not you know buy unnecessary tires and gas you know <laughs> yeah 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 i agree with that but you know it works for some people they got it figured out you know i don't know how many sales people david has but he might have two so uh you know if he's got two people he can send one one way and one the other yeah absolutely um all right, here's another one. Uh, also from Rachel. Rachel has been into it. I wonder what she. I wonder if she's fishing for information. Are they building some new software over there at my salesman? What's going on? <clears throat> I don't know. She's got another one. What she got? Yep. Uh, all right. So Rachel Cruzy. This is again coming from the Fence Professionals Network. So we're hanging out in the same network here. Uh, Rachel says, two days ago, what are you doing within your company to make sure that your team has an ownership mentality? Mm. Mm. There's 14 comments. You want to read some comments first? Yeah. Let's see what you got. All right. So what are you doing within your company to make sure that your team has ownership mentality? Uh, Patrick Doran says, hey, I'm following. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shane Catton, uh, he talks about profit sharing opportunities. He incentivizes good work, um, low man hours and efficiency and speed. So he's incentivizing um, getting jobs done on time and, 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 and quicker than on time even. Um, David Bishop, he also says profit sharing. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Dan Weber, he says a fat bonus and accountability is expected. Um, 
the DOD, what is DOD? Luke's story um, says the DOD is offering the opportunity to help small businesses start ESOP programs, employees stock ownership plan. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. DOD, what is it? Department of? I have no idea. DOD. I don't know. The Department of Dan. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> DOD. <laughs> Uh, Drew Stanley, he says profit sharing, get bonuses uh, for the ones that stand out. So all of these are uh, directly tied to uh, money, you know. Um, and, and so the question for Rachel uh, to kind of shape this back up, um, what are you doing within your company to make sure that your team has an ownership mentality? Um, and, and I think this is this is deep. But, you know, to me, owners are typically known to make a lot of decisions, you know, and I think if you want somebody to have an ownership mentality, you have to allow people to make their own decisions. You have to allow people to form their own roles within your company. And so rather than dictating and managing every single process and how it gets done and, you know, down to the last screw, how do you do all this stuff? I think it's best to manage results and allow people to kind of find their own way, you know. Um, you know, just like we talked about Mr. Fence tools the other day, Dan, we got a lot of Mr. Fence tools coming. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to show everybody how to use these things. I probably won't mandate that they get used. I probably won't do that. You know, um, it's, it's more important to me that I manage the result. Did the fence get built correctly to our standards? Mm-hmm. Uh, are the posts spaced evenly? Um, did it come in under hours? You know, all of that stuff, you know. Um, but then again, hey, here's all the resources to do an incredible job and make it easy. Now, if you got you find a different way or you prefer a, another method, you know, um, you can really get bent up out of shape and tore up about this stuff if people reject what you're giving them. Uh, but I feel like if you train them and, and, and tell them what the, what the expectations are, and then manage the result. Did the fence get built? Is the customer happy? Did it come in under hours? Is it is it is it is it quality? You know, if you can check all of those boxes, what does it really matter if they used uh, equalizer or they use a tape measure? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, I think it's um, you know that that's a tough one, man. Because if you're trying to get everyone to do the same thing, and then you get this guy, hey, today you're going with Joe. You're not working with Bob. And he gets on Joe's truck, and Joe's like, stretch out that uh, equalizer. And he's like, uh, we don't use this on our truck. Right. And Joe's like, uh, we do. Right. So that's where that problem comes in. And, you know, and everybody thinks they have an, a better way or an easier way or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm making my guys use it. This is what we do. This is how we do it. Follow this process. Now, I don't. Right. Now, if I had a guy come in and could do it differently, I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know, man. I need to be in that position to make that decision. Is, is the result the same? That, that's what you got to ask yourself. If the result's the same, you know why? No, I mean, I get. I get that the result might be the same, but how is it affecting everything else? Sure. You know, how is it affecting other team members? And uh, well, you know, Bob, he does it the way he wants to do it. So why can't I do this? And the next thing you know, it's a it's a freaking shit show and everybody's doing whatever they want to do. And well, the fence is getting done. Right. You know, other ways, other ways, too, that we we encourage ownership mindsets. Um, We send people to training. We help people get trained. Um, BJ here, he's getting his electrical's license, electrician's license, and we're we're funding that process, and we're in full support of him getting this license. You know, um, it's going to help him have a better life. Um, it's going to help us have a better um, asset to our company. You know, um, and 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 you know, I feel like people come to work here um, to to have a good life and to 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 gain skills. And if we can help with that, that's what we're trying to do. Now, Dan. Uh, Dan also does uh, the same thing. Dan just sent three of his team uh, to Missouri to to the expert stain and seals, um, stain and seal university. Um, Dan is investing in their knowledge and sending them on their way to learn how to do things that they're not currently doing. You know, um, that's an ownership mindset. You know, a lot of times owners are the ones that go to the, these things. They travel and they stay in a hotel. They meet people and they they gain inside knowledge but you know dan is, is giving back to his team and allowing them to have a sense of ownership in this staining division that they're bringing into fence king and those are well, things that 
that we're doing. Yeah, another thing we do is is when we have our Monday morning meetings, we'll review things like reviews that we've gotten online or uh, comments maybe customers have sent via text. And I try to always use the we. Hey, guys, you know, we we did great on this. Hey guys, we're we're missing missing the mark here. Hey guys, you know how does this make us look if we do this? Right. You know, so that's another way of uh, making them feel like owners. And and then we have all our incentive plans too. Yeah, might not sound like much, but we got the team of the team of the month. We've got the employee of the month. You know, um, we've got the uh, the guy who gets the most gold stars at the end of the year. You know, mm-hmm. star leader of the year. Just little things like that. They can come in the office and see those plaques with their name on it or the team that they're on, team blue, team green, team yellow, whatever the case might be. Hey, man, yeah, we kicked ass in January. Look at that, you know. Or, then they start counting up. How many, how many months did we get? Oh, yeah, we, we, we got two months over you guys, you know. Right. So, um, and, and, it, and then it starts uh, cultivating competitiveness. Yep. And then they feel a part of something. Right. So that works good for me, man. And I love it, bro. You guys are, are doing 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 big things. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. Hey, before I forget, man, I want to I want to give a special shout out to one of our our, our newest partners at my fence life, Fence Track. Uh, Dan, I've I've been seeing uh, all kinds of Fence Track pictures posting up on my timeline and these in these these Facebook groups. And if you're not familiar with Fence Track, what it is, it's it's a it's a steel fence system, um, you know, posts and, and rails. Uh, and it's built real similar to vinyl. You can you can use a vinyl infill on this fence. You can use a a, a tongue and groove uh, pine or tongue and groove cedar board to to infill this fence. Uh, so thank you, Fence Track, for what you're doing out here in the fence community and and and, and truly uh, trying to build a better a better fence product for 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 the for the world. Uh, thank you, Fence Track. Also, DND Technologies on that same on that same token, Dan, um, building literally literally badass hardware you know um hardware that 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 goes the distance it doesn't fail it's smooth uh millions and millions of cycles of dnd hardware keeping swimming pools safe with their magnet latch uh pull latches uh i'm I'm actually going out today uh because we uh several years ago put on some uh some generics that's what i want to call it generics They're, they're top pool um safety pull code latches and guess what they're freaking broken you know yeah and the guy called two days ago and i said man you know i remember uh, i don't know where those latches come from but they sent them and i can tell you right now uh, those are not the latches that i would choose to use those are the ones that come and those are the ones that we used so i want to come out to your house and i want to replace your latches with D uh magnet latch pull code latches because i know those are the best latches on the market and that's what i'm going to do when i hang up with you i'm going to go literally change out some 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 generic latches for some D&D magnet latches. So, yeah, we just did a job with that. We matter of fact, the lady ended up adding a whole bunch of aluminum and she really just called us to replace a couple of her safety pool latches. Generics, and, right? Yeah, they were generic, so we went in and put um the D&D actually we put the D&D magnet latches on a couple of them, and then we put the alert one on one way in the back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um she really wanted it to know if the kids were getting going out because it was kind of in an awkward place in a yard, but she needed a gate there. So it worked out real well, man. Yeah. What a special, what a special company, man. If it doesn't say Magnum Latch, it's, a, it's generic. So uh, just know that. And hey, and the other thing too about Finch Track, they've getting a lot of traction in the community. Um, Dylan was on a job a day or two ago and the guy pulled out a picture of fence track, I, uh, Dylan, the, the guy was like, "Hey, do you, have you ever seen this before?" And Dylan's like, "Yeah, that's fence track." He goes, "You know, you're the only fence guy that recognized it, and knew what it was." Wow! So we so quoted we- that job yesterday, I believe, uh, two ways, with and without fence track. Perfect. Yeah, good stuff, bro. <laughs> Damn, breaking news, huh? Just coming out of nowhere, guys. And I wasn't even quite ready for that, Cannon. 
It was that breaking. Hey, guys, breaking news is brought to you by Job Nimbus, the best contractor software. Be more professional. Be more profitable. Be more efficient. Be more organized. Be more like Dan and Cannon. Just be better, right? <laughs> I drank the net one day, and I like it. Hey, man, this is a great one. So here we are. It's 11, 12 a.m. now, and uh, 12 p.m., something like that. And we can't be drinking bourbon during the middle of the no, day on a Wednesday no. or drinking no, no, no. beer, huh? No, not us. Maybe, maybe we are, and we're just not telling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what better than to do a breaking news about beer? Yeah. It's beer down, beer down. The worst case of alcohol abuse I've seen in years is a Florida highway is covered by a silver sea of Coors Light. You like that? How catchy that was? A silver sea? <laughs> From sea to signing sea. So, man, there's a picture of like 318-wheelers tangled up on a Florida highway, and there's uh, Coors Light cases everywhere with beer cans all over the place, Cannon. Wow. So a Florida highway had a temporary close this past Wednesday after a semi-trailer carrying cases of Coors Light crashed and turned the, the, the roadway into a silver sea of beer cans. The multi-vehicle crash happened on Interstate 75, blah, 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 Tampa. Okay, great. The pilot began when a semi-trailer clipped another one and the officials say they were forced to hit their brakes. The semi failed to stop, and it ended up being an actual silver bullet of beer. <laughs> oh, minor injuries were uh, reported by the occupants, and there were actually, check this out, there was actually people stopping, picking up beer cans on the other side of the highway, throwing them <laughs> in their car. <laughs> Can wow. you imagine? So, yeah, man. So that's our breaking news by uh, Job Nimbus. Beer. See a beer. Beer down, huh? Love it, bro. Yeah, love man. It. So who we got next? You got another group question or? Uh... Uh, man, I can, I can probably come up with one more for us, Dano. Uh, this, is, this is on the uh, ProFence installation tools, tips, and tricks. This is a, this is a post from Kelly uh, Sloggett, actually owner of the uh, NW Quick Pool. Not to, not to just throw it out there, but that's who it is. Uh, she says, hey, I'm sure everyone here knows how important Google reviews are. What is your method for requesting Google reviews? Huh. You got a method for that, Cannon? Yep. So, all right, when a job is complete, we're using Job Nimbus already, right? And we're moving them along this pipeline. Status change, status change, status change. The very final status change that we have currently and I say currently because we'll probably add on more in the future. Even after the job is paid and closed, we still want to maintain contact with these people, right, Dan? That's right. So, all right, once we get to the end of a, of a job, we move them to paid and closed. At that point in time, uh, they deserve a thank you. They also deserve an, an opportunity to leave us a review, give us some feedback so that we can do a better job for the next person, right? And so what we're doing is we have a link built into this last automation email to Job Nimbus, and that link is a BizWriter link, all right? So BizWriter, what is BizWriter? BizWriter is the newest way in the industry to capture the leads or, or the reviews that you want to display to the world. Now, what does it do? Well, it's just like any other review system. It's going to allow a one to five star review rating. We have ours set up. If it's a four star or five star, hey, send that baby on to Google. We want to tell the world about how awesome we are. All right. We also have it set up in a way that if it's a one or two or three star review, that that review is coming straight to my inbox. Okay. And it's not because we want to hide it. It's because we want the opportunity to, to, to do better by the customer while also protecting our reputation. You know, Boy. things don't always go the way we want them to go. But our our heart is we want to make stuff right for people. You know what I mean? And we confidently believe that if we screw up, we can still win that customer back. But we've been in situations before where we've screwed up. We got a one star review and then we went out and made friends with the customer, did a jam up job. And they love us. And for whatever reason, they never went back and changed that one-star review, you know? Right. And so now, you know, the one-star review is how they felt for a period of time. 
but it doesn't represent how they feel today. You know. Well, the other thing about a one star or two, whatever, you know, the customer when they do that, they're it's emotionally based that the, yeah. that that deal. So then, at that point, how do you actually talk to that customer mm. when they're in that? state of mind. So BizRadar allows you to buffer those and not have that conversation out on the World Wide Web. You can actually call the customer. Hey, I saw you left a bad review. I just kind of wanted to address that, blah, blah, blah. Hey, what can we do? Where do we fall short? Oh, I'm sorry. There was a miscommunication. You know, we'll get that straightened out. And then it never actually makes it onto the World Wide Web. And we've had right. to go back and turn those one stars into five stars. So... Um, we do the same thing, Canon. We uh, our people go through, and then once the project's finally paid for, they go into our BizRadar column, and I think for about two weeks we hit on them and uh, shoot them. Hey, leave a link. But yep. what we do is is we send them a text message that says, "Hey, uh, you, did you know if you left a five star review that every one of the crew members on that did your fence will get a a bonus?" Yep. And that's a way for you to give them a tip without it costing you anything but a few minutes of your time. Exactly. And we get a we get a couple a week, man. Mm-hmm. So I actually moved one lady because after two weeks, I get uh, an email from Job Nemis that says, hey, it's time to move this person to the thank you card status because then we move them in the thank you card and we send them a thank you card. Mm-hmm. So uh, I uh, I got that, moved them. And like two days later, got a five star from the lady. I guess she finally got around to doing it. So hitting <laughs> her up for two weeks really does matter. Right, right, right. right. You know, so yeah, that's how point. we get reviews. And it's kind of like, you know, um, Sam was talking about this on one of on one of the posts. And he's like, you know, you got to have a process, a procedure. Someone's got to be held responsible. Someone's got to follow up. Man, with automations. You know, I get where Sam was coming from, but at, at some point, it's it's you've done your job. You just need to get people to do it, and we drop them in that automation, man. And we have a lot. I mean, we're I don't know three hundred and ten, three hundred twenty five star reviews that we've collected over wow. the past couple of years because of that process. And we just kind of set it and forget it, you sure. know, sure. kind of like the old infomercial. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of set it, it, forget it, let it run its course. And, <laughs> you know, if I know somebody's in BizRadar and they call, hey, y'all finished my job last week, blah, yes. blah, blah. Right. You know, then at that point, I'm like, okay, no problem. We'll get the crew to come back out there. And, hey, I just wanted to make sure, did you get that text message about doing a five-star review to give those guys right. a bonus? Right. You know, and, you know, I did get that. So, well, you know, that same crew is going to be coming out to take care of this little minor thing that you don't like or yep. where we fell short or whatever the case might be. You know how it is. Yes, um, you know, they really would appreciate it if uh, if you did that, especially since they're coming back. And usually they're coming back because it's not something that we did. It was just the customer's preference. Yep. You know how those are. There's nothing oh, yeah. wrong with it, but they just have a different preference. So I'll mention that, especially since they're having to come back and change something because there's nothing wrong with it, but right. you just prefer it differently. They really would, really would appreciate that. So right. I'll sell a couple here and there in that manner, you know? Well, Dan, hey, look, man, me and BJ have got to go out and look at some gates today. And hopefully, hopefully by the end of the day, we'll have another purchase order placed with Southwest Automated Security and we're well on our way to fixing every gate in West Tennessee. That's our mission. So I hear you, man. It's uh, just about noon here, so I'm totally down with knocking off half a day, day before Thanksgiving, and getting back to uh, getting back to the house. Pepper's home from a surgery. She sent me a picture. She's all propped up in my uh, my uh, lazy boy with her leg up. She said, "I got your chair for the next week or so." So um, I guess I'm on the couch, bro. <laughs> well, hey, look, man. To summarize, um, to summarize the, the show today, uh, hey, Tyler Russell, he, he's grown a fence company, and I've encouraged Tyler to, um, you know, 
find that second guy to help build this company with. Dan's encouraged uh, Tyler to, to start uh, ironing out processes, getting getting the softwares that he needs uh, to build this. We also talked about parking in the driveway. Do you do it or do you not? It's a, it's a split decision. It's definitely not unanimous. It's a it's a situational. Dan and I both agree that's a situational decision where you've got to have common sense and you've got to be mindful of your surroundings and the circumstances and all of those things that, that, that line up to it. Uh, also, we talked about uh, Rachel Cruzy's question from from Defense Professionals Network. Um, how do you schedule your on-site appointments? Is it the office? Is it the salesperson? Is it a calendar system? We've seen examples this morning where all three uh, of those options are, are, are what's happening. And um, uh, we also discussed uh, – what else did we discuss, Anna? Oh, Google Reviews. We also discussed using BizRater, uh, using an automation system to capture – positive reviews and also send you the, uh, the the negative ones so you can address those within your company and make sure that the customer ends up having a great experience. So, hey, Nano, uh, thanks for doing this with me this morning. Uh, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And from the My Fence Life family, that's me, that's him, and Benji. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy guys. Thanksgiving, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hinge. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at MyFenceLife. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. (laughs) 